What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 252. We're here on Thursday, January 21st. Yesterday was the inauguration. However, we're not going to talk much about that. Is I didn't even watch it. You were forced to watch yeah, it. Yeah, so. I watched it. I mean, sort of. I, I mean, Fuck that. Sort of. I was celebrating the doggo's birthday. Yeah, it was Bonnie's birthday yesterday, so it was way more important. But let's talk about uh, Joe Biden's initial terrible acts that he's taken here with these executive orders. The more mundane ones, I guess you could say, have been related to coronavirus. Uh, basically ordering masking on all federal property. Which his family didn't follow. Yeah, he didn't follow that last night. Didn't follow it. So COVID is over. Yep. Today he signed an executive order requiring masks on planes, trains, and buses. Okay. So, but here's the thing. Was that already policy with these companies? It's been been in place for months. Everybody knows to wear a mask. Yeah. Like, if you don't know that by this point, like, they're not going to do it. And those who don't, the FAA gives you buku fines. Well, yeah. Like, tens of thousands of dollars, I've heard. But, like... I don't know. Doing this is only going to increase the Bump resistance to that. It's yeah. just, just so stupid. So stupid. Yeah. Now let's get into the worst stuff that he did. So uh, basically they uh, expanded the DACA program. So more illegals. Whoop-de-doo. Right? Uh, uh-huh. They're now going to include illegals in the census count. So not good for us either yeah. there. Well, I mean, well, I mean that just means that California is going to have more representation obviously. Well, yeah, they're I mean, filled with illegals. Yeah. Uh ended the what he referred to as the Muslim ban, which of course was not a Muslim ban at all. No. So now we're going to start letting terrorists back into the country again. Also great. <laughs> um and then uh, immediately halted construction of the border wall with Mexico, which slashed about 10,000 jobs from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, really, of, really looking out for the little guy. Yeah, speaking of slashing jobs, he also uh, stopped the Keystone Pipeline, which was tens of yeah. thousands of uh, union trade jobs. Canada, so, not happy. Not happy. Yeah, when the socialists in Canada are pissed, yeah. like, that's, that's how, how you know you fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also signed a letter to re-enter the Paris Climate Accords, which here's the thing with that. Aren't we meeting those goals even without yes. that... that- the Paris agreement. Climate Accord it's is non-binding. one big it's one big money redistribution to all these shithole countries. Yeah. And <laughs> it needs to be treated as a treaty. Yeah. You know, they're trying to say, well, no, 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 no. This is just like an executive agreement. Well, no, that's not how this works. If you're signing a treaty with other countries, it has to go through the Senate. And they're not going to put it through the Senate no. because they know they won't well, get that, the two-thirds. Yeah, they don't get the votes. That's why That's why it was done in the first place. Yeah, like this. and their their argument is, well, it's not a treaty. Literally, it's if you go to the website about the Paris Climate Accords, it says it's an international treaty. Like, it, this, this whole thing is just ridiculous. Uh, also, basically now making vehicle emission standards much stricter, which is just going to pass costs on to the American consumer. Also going to ban oil and gas leases in Anwar, which is just going to make us less energy independent and more expensive for the American consumer on energy prices. And reestablishing a working group on the social costs of greenhouse gases. Wouldn't it be nice to live yeah. in their fantasy world yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of if people actually give a shit? Yeah. You know, this is just all coastal elite bullshit. Yeah. And continuing down that path... Uh, executive orders on race and LGBT issues. You have to hold diversity and inclusion training now, so basically critical race theory. That's 
great. I would totally fail that course. By the way. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, I would totally fail. They they, um, they wouldn't know what to do. What is this Asian man? Why is he being so politically incorrect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then basically says that the federal government does not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Which I'd yeah, love to know which federal agency has an interview question that says what's your gender identity. Yeah. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Are you? Are you? Okay, okay I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, and then the <laughs> the worst part of it though is it's basically forcing schools that take federal money to sign on to the whole transgender bullshit thing and that, you know, so there's, there's no biological restrictions oh, so, with sports. Okay, so women and men's sports are, are done. Yep. It's all... Yep. It's all... It's a mess. Yep. Yep. That's great. Which I'm, is, sure, which I'm, is, I'm sure... I'm sure members of the... I'm sure female members of the swimming, track, soccer, all these other teams are going to have... Uh, are real happy about that. Yeah. I mean... I mean, really. It does. It destroys women's sports. Yeah. Someone... Some some woman tweeted that's like a sports company. She's yeah. like, wow, great. We got another glass ceiling put into place because, yeah, really. you know, that's what the Democrats Pro- ran on. Glass apparently. ceiling. That's more like an iron dome. Yeah, Iron just, you can't question that because then because then you're then you're uh, uh, what's it called a turf a transphobe turf a yeah. uh, well, uh, what the fuck does that even mean but I mean people who are against that are called turfs right I mean turfs? it screws the women Hold over on. because they, there's a reason that there's a div, there's men's yeah. and women's division in sports it's it's just oh. totally absurd uh, uh, oh sorry never mind we're not turfs because we're not feminists but a, turf, a feminist who's against the trans stuff is called a trans exclusionary radical feminist oh That's my god all this shit yeah but you're right i mean it's just like uh where where, where do we go from here yeah it's just crazy it's i mean you crazy. can't have dudes on the track team yeah and this is yeah, from the know? party of you know air yeah. quotes science Science, yeah science if you have yeah, yeah it's just ridiculous i mean there's a reason for example there's a reason why in women's basketball the ball the basketball is smaller mm-hmm. i mean i'm pretty sure the lpga tour the distances are shorter right yeah the, men's. the whole like, thing is no, for it, a reason like yeah i mean it, it's there's, yeah there's there are like, differences there's data that is there are differences you know and uh, the whole transgender thing really i mean tiger woods probably has more muscle mass than like the entire pga tour lpg help uh, fuck lpg GA tour right there, right? Well, yeah, I mean, most female golfers. There you go. There's a biological difference myself. between males and females. Yeah. I don't know how that's a controversial thing to say now, but apparently, oh, it is. Uh, oh, it is. You know, um, the radical, also, the feminist thought now is that there's not much difference between men and women. Apparently. Yeah, did some stuff on your cousin Camille Paglia was like, "What the fuck is that shit?" Yeah, I wish she was my cousin. <laughs> yeah, no, right. um, you know, they did some stuff on evictions and student loan stuff, which yeah. doesn't really yeah. make it's it's all the same yeah, coronavirus yeah, yeah, policies yeah, yeah, that have been yeah. continued. Yeah. And earlier today, Biden had his first snappy encounter with the press. Yeah, Let's take a listen to that. Mr. President, you said you set the goal at 100 million vaccines. Thank you, guys. Is that high enough? Shouldn't you set far higher than basically where the U.S. is right now? When I announced that you all said it's not possible. Come on, give me a break, man. Mr. President, good start. 100 million. Thank you. Come on, give me a break, yeah, man. Yeah, there we go. Classic That's the first Joe one. Biden. Give me a break, man. That's the first one. Yeah. Class- start the, start the clock. clock. Classic Joe Biden. And I hear that he's signing other executive orders. Well, he's taking a nap right now. <laughs> he's taking a nap. <laughs> it tired him out signing all that shit. Well, you know, this is just governing by executive fiat, which, yeah. you know, to an extent is the power of the presidency, but... You also have to take into account, you know, the, it, it's just like some of this stuff you can't 
you can't do. Yeah. Like, it, it really is a worrisome transformation of our yeah. system of government. I mean, it happened under Obama with DACA. Right, right. And DACA was – DACA created a new immigration law, which is a clear violation of separation of powers. If you want to do that, go through Congress. But he couldn't because Republicans were – you know, control the house. So he decides to bypass it. And then apparently now we can't undo executive orders, which is another ridiculous well, yeah. notion. Like, like you cannot undo a pre a predecessor's executive order, which is well within the authority of the president. But apparently, I don't know. Some judges think that that's wrong or something, which, well, it's the ridiculous. law of the land now, apparently, yeah. you know, and yeah. that it's one of those things. It's just like, I, I don't, I, yeah. it's a breakdown in the way that the system is supposed yeah, to work. So he'll, he'll keep going. I'm sure. Um, last night, uh, they held the first press briefing of the new administration. Yeah, it was kind of boring. It was boring, but the, these the question. Oh, the that, first question. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The very first question. Let's take a listen to that, and then we'll talk about it because you wrote about this. Yeah. Zeke, why don't you kick us off? Thanks again. First off, congratulations. And uh, one question about your role. We touch on this a little bit. The topic. Uh, when you were up there, do you see yourself uh, your primary role is promoting the interests of the president, or are you there to provide us the unvarnished truth so that we can share that with the American people? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Dear Lord. I mean, that's how like, we're gonna. That's how. That's how we're starting this thing. And then I think it was Pete Alexander who basically blamed, quote unquote, the so-called misinformation, mm-hmm. which is just opinions that they don't like. Yeah. For causing the Capitol Hill riot. It was just nauseating yeah. some of these yeah, questions was, and like. Now some of them were. I will say some of them were okay. I don't know who asked them, but the one who asked about rejoining the nuclear agreement. Yeah. That was actually a really good question, and you can tell that Saki really didn't want to go there. Yeah, the she same gave, thing about the know, was abortion of, stuff. Yeah, there was a bit of a pause, and she looked down at her notes, and then she gave like a non-answer. But can you believe um, that she had the gall to say that Joe Biden's a devout Catholic, yeah, yet no, he's, he's massively pro-abortion? Know, he's, yeah, he, yeah, no, I, I mean, know. come on, so nauseating. Cafeteria Catholics, as we used to call them. Yeah, speaking of nauseating, uh, the the press reaction and the press uh, circle tubing, circle jerk, whatever you want yeah. to call it, to yesterday the mental was, masturbation around the. First inaugural address, right? I mean, yeah. This, I mean, you think that I mean to quote Step Brothers, it was like a cross between Gandhi and Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Chris Wallace <laughs> said that it was the best inaugural address I've ever heard. Ugh. Well, Chris, fuck Chris Wallace. Yeah, well, to those to the folks who were uh, you know suspe- suspicious of his um, debate performance, his moderation gig. Uh, well, there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean. I mean, he practically helped Biden with his talking points. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And then Chris Wallace was caught on a hot mic uh, mocking yeah. Brett Hume, which yeah. you also wrote about. Yeah, but I also thought that th- – I mean that, you know, y- you can say that maybe there should be a little more context to that. I don't know. I think him outwardly explicitly saying that this was the greatest inauguration address since like JFK or whatever the fuck is even more damning Yeah. regarding bias. So. Oh, yeah, and then of course yeah, you I, had, I, you I know – CNN, MSNBC, you know, all kneeling down at the altar of Joe oh, yeah. Biden. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's why I just I mean, didn't watch I mean, anything. Yeah, I mean, you were spared. I honestly, if you were these people, I mean, there's not enough Vaseline in the world to do what they were doing <laughs> last night. I mean, the Vaseline uh, is tapped out. I mean, tapped out. I DC mean, supply even, is tapped even, out. Even even fucking olive oil was out. Of, was you know in short supply after the day was out with uh, these networks and how they were just you know. Oh, they couldn't heap enough praise oh, on God. it. Was oh, like, my God. It was like the second coming of oh, Jesus, yeah. you know, 
And, and, I, I see what you did there. Yeah. Mo- <laughs> Moses had parted yeah. the Red Sea. Yeah. And Joe Biden walked yeah. through and it saved was, us all. It was, it was a 24-hour or- orgasm. The coronavirus yeah. is over. and It's over. Ah, oh, it's the, over. The country uh, is yeah. going to heal and yeah. everyone's great. But all you evil Republican yeah. KKK Al-Qaeda members better shut yeah. the fuck up and get in line. The neo-Nazi yeah. occupation is over. COVID is yeah. done. And, uh, you know, everything is yeah. great again because we have uh, some Alzheimer's patient, uh, you know, with this hand on the nuclear codes. But, um, yep. yeah, you know, it is. listen, we bitch and we moan. But, listen. Elections have consequences, and, you know, we just got to, you know, form a a solid defense, which I think we can. I think we can easily fend off most of the radical policy initiatives that are are on the uh, docket here with the Biden White House. We hope. Um, Not so confident. You know, it's not – listen, we have changed the courts. We have three Supreme Court justices. We have a solid 5-4 majority. I would put in John Roberts there, but he's a liberal piece of shit, so, you know, but – uh, 50 senators, the, the Democrats have their slimmest majority in the House in like forever. And, um, you know, there's a, there, there's there's significant ground for us to mount a defense here. And then we got the 2022 midterms. And with all this other non woke nonsense, I'm sure we can hopefully draft a uh, a solid campaign promise for the midterms to uh, retake the House. Well, the- I, I used to say that investigating the 2020 election was should should be a campaign promise. I think we got to back away from that now because we got to just move away from the riot. Yeah. You know, we can't – I mean, sadly, we can't go there anymore. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Unless we we may move on, but they still clearly have not moved on from Trump. Oh, no, no. all I heard all day, la- you know, last evening, yeah, this yeah, morning yeah, – Yeah, we get it. Trump's still, not president anymore. We get it. It's, but it's still Trump. Yeah. It's still Trump all the time. Know. You know, they don't want to talk about Joe Biden because yeah. he's a fucking failure. And Oh, actually, it was more about Kamala. Well, yeah. I mean, you thought that she was uh, president, honestly, yeah. with all this, all the praise that she was getting. So. But Jake Tapper yesterday, take a listen to what he had to say about us Trump supporters. That's right, Wolf. Joe Biden is about to assume the presidency at a moment of great division, pain, and tension in this country. The massive military presence here in Washington is a stark reminder that it was only two weeks ago when the U.S. Capitol was under siege and that pro-Trump terrorists have threatened new attacks. But yeah, unity, guys. Yeah, I know. Unity yeah. and healing. He sucks. We're all going to come together. Everyone's yeah. just going to get along, right? Not so much. Well, we're terrorists Not going to happen. Now, so. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, but we'll end this segment with my favorite part of yesterday was yeah. Greg Gutfeld mocking Chris Wallace live on Fox News' airwaves last night during The Five. Roll that clip. It's going to be fun. I'm enjoying it. Other than that, though, Juan, an amazing inauguration. I agree with Chris Wallace. The greatest inauguration I have ever seen in my entire life. And you know what? I'll even go further than Chris Wallace. It's the greatest inauguration I will ever see. Ever see. I don't even think. I think we should just stop the inaugurations. Stop the inaugurations. This is it. That was so perfect. Yeah. It was well, so he, good. He, he should probably go to NBC News. Chris Wallace. Yeah, yeah, you should get the fuck out. I mean, honest. I mean, and 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 it's 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 not it's not it, it works on both sides. Yeah, he gets to go to a, a network that is more catering to his views, and we get to be rid of him. And I, I think he'll I think he'll be good at at NBC News. Maybe. I heard that Greg Guffeld might be up for a little primetime promotion, good. so that would be interesting. Good. I like Greg a lot. I yeah. think he's hilarious. So animals are great. Yeah. Um. We have our first major uh, flip-flop lie of the Biden administration. Remember how he said, no, 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 we're not going to ban fracking. Well, well, turns out that they are. As we knew. I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> yeah, shocked yeah. that 
that... You remember we talked about that at yeah, length. Hours, you know, hours of tape of mm-hmm. both of them saying that fracking was going to get fucked. And then everyone was like, oh, no, it ain't going to happen because he said so in the debates. Well, yeah. Yep. Pennsylvania, especially Western Pennsylvania, hurt is coming. Economic pain Oh well, is on the docket. Fracking is in a lot of places now. You know, oh, yeah. like namely Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah. West Virginia. There's oh, a ton I'm of sorry, places. North Dakota. Yeah, the Bakken Shale. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Um, There's a ton of places. Home of the world's, uh, I believe, busiest and most uh, busiest McDonald's. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> and the party that's so concerned with climate change is an existential threat. Yeah. How ironic that all of these celebrities that got to attend the inauguration yesterday, which by the way, not the American public. Because, yeah. you know, this one big elite circle jerk up yeah. there. All those celebrities took their own private jets. Oh, they didn't even carpool oh, from the airport. It's just Again, so, we wouldn't... <laughs> just... The hypocrisy. I know, it's ridiculous. It's the hypocrisy. You know, all they're going to do is pass taxes on to the American public, higher costs. Yeah. I mean, you know, cars are going to get more expensive. Yeah. Gasoline's going to get yeah. more expensive. It's just natural gas. Yeah, but these I mean, people have To no, heat and power your yeah. home. Yeah. This is this everybody is, else is gonna feel the hurt except for J Lo, yeah, and company because you, know. you know J. I mean, j- taxes could go up to ten thousand percent. Right, be fine. Right, they don't give a no, shit if their electric shit. bill goes up four hundred dollars nice. a month. Must be nice. Yep. Must be nice. Um, so let's talk about Mitt Romney here for a second because oh, uh, God, he continued his streak of sucking, which yeah. you know there's no surprise. Yeah. Uh, you wrote about yeah. this on Town Hall about yeah. Trump's pardons. Um, the pardons took some heat because they didn't include any of the big names. Yeah, like Joe Exotic. What the fuck? Uh, everyone needs Free to get over Joe. That. Free Joe. Everyone needs to get over that. The one that I was really surprised by is that he didn't do either Assange or Snowden. But apparently that was because Mitch McConnell called Trump and threatened him with conviction if he did that. Yeah, which in itself is uh, just disgusting. But he did um, pardon Lil Wayne. He did so at least we got one of two that I wanted. I but mean, what did Romney say, and then oh why is he to- just totally wrong fucking, from a historical standpoint? choir boy was just like, you know, oh, this was never meant to be used, you know, uh, to pardon your political friends and cronies, et cetera, et cetera. Just like, um, Mitt, since Thomas Jefferson, the pardon power has been used this way. I don't care if it's good or bad, right or wrong. It is what it is. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is... Jefferson, Bill Clinton, FDR, they all pardoned their pals. Yeah, of course. Uh, Thomas Jefferson was actually probably one of the worst. He, he pardoned a guy named Eric Bowman mm-hmm. for violations of the Alien and Sedition Act that was passed under the Adams administration. Oh, there's that word. During the, uh, the, during the Quasi-War. And, you know, he, he did it specifically so that he could testify against Aaron Burke for treason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Richard Nixon pardoned Jimmy Hoffa, and he got the Teamsters endorsement in return. You know, again, it happens. I mean, Bill Clinton pardoned his brother. I mean, yeah. Well, here's the here's the bigger thing. It just happens because Mitt brought this up and said, you know, oh, we need to reform the way that the pardon power acts. Well, Mitt, for someone who supposedly cares so much about the Constitution, the pardon power is one of the only absolute powers, powers without check yeah. of the executive branch. Yeah. Oh, it's it's huge. It would require a constitutional and amendment. That's the funny part. He he wants changes to it, but he admitted that because it requires a constitutional amendment, it's not going to happen. Then shut the fuck up. Yep, I hate him. 
Maybe if maybe if he had a cup of coffee or something, he could just you know he gives, think straight. He gives the Mormons a bad name. <laughs> he though. Does. There's no yeah, doubt he gives about the that. Mormons a bad name. That's for sure. Speaking of dumb GOP senators, no. we have to talk about what the fuck is Mitch McConnell doing? Well, I I just don't get it. Yeah, I really don't get it. Yeah. It's been it's been blunder after blunder pretty much the past month, and he called Trump and threatened him not to pardon Assange or Snowden, and yeah. now. Republicans are warning Trump or Republicans are warning McConnell not to vote for Trump's conviction because quote if he does I don't know if he can stay as leader. And that's Ron Johnson. Yeah, they're they're rolling the dice. I mean, him, Liz Cheney, this whole crew, they're rolling the dice. They're trying to purge the Trump base from the GOP, which is not going to happen because Trump is the base. Mhm. Yeah. Well, um, you know, here's what they don't get. Here's what they don't get. They they're surrounded here in their little DC bubble, yeah. protected by forty thousand yeah. National Guard, yeah. and they don't understand the average GOP voter. Yeah. Did sorry, can I know it was the case in Wyoming. Did more people vote for Trump in Kentucky? Yes. Than McConnell. Yep. Okay, that alone. Uh huh. I mean, you don't, you don't have to. This is not a hard reading of the tea leaves here. No, I know. I know. Mitch. I know. So he's going to be deport. Liz Cheney's getting primaried. Uh, Liz more Cheney, than, more than half of the GOP caucus yeah. wants her out of that leadership position. And she should be. Get her out. I agree. I agree totally. And if there is a primary challenge, she's going to lose. I mean, yep. I mean, all the persons to say is, you know, I'm pro-Trump and I don't support the impeachment and they're going to get the votes. So. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure in Wyoming it's a closed primary. It's not like this open shit that we got here. Right? In Virginia? I think so. It's closed, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, if it's closed, then she's fucked. Yep. One so we'll see what happens with the impeachment yeah, trial we'll here. Pelosi he carries a lot of markers, man. If he votes for conviction, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, they're, I could tell you what's going to happen. They're twelve votes shy right now because they have five already. I could tell you exactly what'll happen. The GOP will not win in the midterms. Yeah, it's that's a problem because yeah. it will be the ultimate betrayal. Yeah, you know you they can't can, win if thirty six percent of the base stays home. Right. They can pull this whole, you know, it's a vote of conscience or whatever bullshit. Fine. No one, I don't you could be, You could be for it. Yeah. But you have to realize when you're voting on this, this is about the future of the GOP now. This isn't, this isn't just a, you know, oh, we should convict him so we can't run again. Yeah. You know, if you vote to convict here, yes, you're man. taking the knife yeah. and putting it in the back of, of 75 million Trump voters. Yeah. You think those people are going to turn out to vote for you in 2022? I vote for people for their opinions, for their subjectivity. I don't vote for people because they they want to bring a conscience to the Hill. I want you to fucking do what what, what we sent you there to do, which was to fight for conservative values, the agenda, not to, I don't know, cozy up to the Democrats for some odd fucking reason. I don't get it. I I don't care about conscience up there. Yeah, yeah. No, Again, know. you know it's, me. I don't right or wrong. I don't care about right or wrong. Just, just, just win. Well, you can, you know, you can care about right or wrong, but you pick your battles. Yeah, this, this ain't it. This dumb. ain't the hill to die on. Yeah, this, this ain't is the hill just to die dumb. On. Trump's gone. Yeah, he's probably not going to run again. I don't see it happening, because I think he's going to go down to Florida. He's going to go get, be in retired life for a little while here, and he's going to realize how much he enjoys that. Yeah, and I think. He, he knows that he still holds a massive sway over the GOP. I mean, it's still like 91% approval within yeah, the GOP. I just, yeah. And he can be the kingmaker. 
he yeah. will decide who will be the 2024 nominee. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I just... Right? For, I, for me, if I was if him... If he were to run again, though, it's over. The for ra- sure. The race is over. I mean, I for know sure. he's dropped 12%, you know, with the guarding of, uh, you know, the field, but... He has he's at forty two percent with regards to GOP voters. If there was a contest right now, right? Oh, I know. The yeah. the, the 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 closest person I think is like six percent. No, there's no doubt that he I mean, would he win would the nomination. The yeah, it's indisputable. Yeah, which is why they want to go down this road because they yeah. want to get rid of him. These yeah. establishment hacks. Yeah, but if I was him, I would just go on and live. Oh my yeah, life. you're right. He's you know he's a senior citizen now. I I understand that point too. For, but I also think that that coalition is not transferable. We saw that. No, I know. In, in I the know. eighteen midterms, yeah. like he, yeah. I mean, he was, he may have, he he was out there, vote Republican, vote Republican, and then a, a lot of his people actually voted for Democrats. That's, yeah, that's another thing. The Trump coalition is not loyal; they're not diehard loyal Republicans. If there are Democrats mm-hmm. that they find to be appealing, they'll vote for them. Well, that's one thing that you these know? GOP senators need to realize: yeah. is that they need Trump. Yeah, they need him. Yeah, and. You know, I'm not for him starting another political party. I'm not for that. But there, here's the thing. It's just a, a case Listen, of this is America. You do what you want. It's a case. <laughs> it's it's a case of basic math. I I, I get it. I yeah. get it. But yeah. I'm not going to be case of basic up in arms math. if something happens. You know, we'll see what happens. The the way to do it is to get rid of the establishment hacks out of the GOP, which yeah. is difficult, as we've seen, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he, he, Trump tried there, to. I mean, he was only there for four years. Trump you know? tried to just, take on yeah. the establishment, and you see how they fought back. Yeah. Okay. So, forming a third party, it's all only it's going to do is split our fifty yeah. percent. The Democrats stick together no matter what. They do. That's the thing that they're they best do. at. So unless the candidate is really sucky, like Hillary. <laughs> well, yeah. Then they just didn't come out. Then they, and vote. they just then they just don't you know? vote. But. but I saw a study the other day that was ironic that you know Biden's vast improvement over Hillary came out of basically exclusively urban areas that are prone to voter fraud. So oh, okay. mm, they're shocking. Okay. But, yeah, that's a good case. You know, don't split off. Just keep stay involved. Vote, vote often, primary, and um, eventually you're gonna you're gonna root out the bad right. seeds. Exactly. Here's I mean, the thing. Mike we'll, Lee is is an example of that. You know, there yeah. there, there was a convention in in um, Utah, right? Uh-huh. And then they booted out the what's his name, uh, Bennett. He was the incumbent Republican before Lee, and you know, they got rid of him. Yeah, I mean, we'll that was we'll, during the Tea Party wave too. By the we'll way. win out in the long run. But the the thing about this yeah. is that all of these establishment people are really old. They are. So they're going to be gone eventually. That's true. You know? That's true. This is going to – even though Mitch just won re-election, it's going to be his last term. Yeah. I don't see him running again. Maybe he will. Who knows? Hey, listen. Diane Feinstein is, is running again. She filed the paper. I don't she's think – going to be damn – she's going to be 92, right? You know, here's the thing. Oh, I don't, my I don't Lord. think that she's going to run again. I think she's solely doing it so that she can raise money. Remember, yeah, a lot true. of yeah, these they paperwork... Money. Day two, they got to start raising right, money. Right, a lot yeah. of these paperwork things are just strictly so you can be FEC compliant. Yeah. You know, because raise then... The money and then give that war chest to somebody. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. She could raise the money and then later on just give yeah, it out to and people. And I'm sure you all know, folks, running statewide in California is incredibly expensive. 
Oh yeah, incredibly well, and, expensive. And when that you media build up, market will kill you. When you build up a war chest like yeah. that, that allows you to dole out money to all kinds of members yeah. of Congress and build up favors. Get those favors, yep. like the Clinton Foundation. Yep, exactly. And oh, the Biden Foundation doesn't want to disclose yeah, donors either. That's interesting, isn't shocking. it? Shocking, isn't it? So shocking. Who are those people? Do they? Does he have foreign donors like the Clinton Foundation that they didn't disclose? Of course he does. I mean, China <laughs> owns this guy. Know. You know that's. That's the thing. It's China owns them. Yeah, there's a lot of Beijing. When you see China celebrating Trump leaving and Biden coming in, yeah, what do you what did what message does that send? Uh, it sends that oh, unleashing COVID worked. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I agree. I'm I'm sorry. I, I know that's Tim Foyle hat, but you're you're not going to convince me that this wasn't like unintentional. Well, remember that we were told that the whole lab theory was Tim Foyle hat, and then they're like, oh yeah, never mind. That's yeah. actually the correct theory. Yeah. Um, it's always the tinfoil hat theories that come back later to get you. You know, some stuff's really out there, but some stuff is within reason, and that yeah. was. One final note on Biden's inauguration speech. I think it was summed up best by Senator Rand Paul, who went on Fox News last night. Let's take a listen to his clip. Also, if you read uh, his speech and listen to it carefully, much of it is thinly veiled innuendo, calling us white supremacists, calling us racist, calling us every name in the book, calling us people who don't tell the truth. And his, and, and going forward, we're not going to have manufactured or manipulated truth. Well, that's another way of saying, oh, all of my opponents manufacture and manipulate the truth and are liars. He just said it in a nicer way, but that was, the, that was really the gist of what he was telling us. And it's true. It was thinly veiled innuendo, calling us racist, every name in the book. And it's not about unity. It's about conformity. It is. It's you will submission. submit. Submission. Exactly. exactly. You'll yeah. submit to us and you'll like it. Yeah. That's what their mantra is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have to fight back against this because it's going to be a, a slog, you know. Can't sugarcoat it. It's not going to be great. Yeah. But. The first 18 months especially. Yeah. I mean, we just, that's why we got to hope for a good midterm season. You know, because then he becomes a caretaker president. Well, the quickest fucking way to a bad midterm season is to do this impeachment shit. Yeah. Oh, is for Mitch to do this? Yeah. 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 He's just being dumb. He's, you know, he, he, he had a, uh, he has a reputation and I think it's a correct one of being a very smart political operator. He is. And making making strong strategic decisions. Yeah. But the past month, man, it's been misstep after misstep. And it, it's really concerning, actually, that he's doing this as he's supposed to be the, the de facto, you know, in-government leader of the party yeah. right now. We and all know that Trump's still the leader. Yeah, and but it's also really odd that he's trying to, like, purge Trumpism from the party when he got a lot of the agenda passed. He got the nominees through. He got the judges through. He got the, the tax cuts. Like, he got the agenda passed and made into law in some cases. Which yep. is shows that Trumpism and what you would call traditional Reagan conservatism, you know, you know, is not how do you call it? It's not an alien attachment yeah. to the base. It's not like this other world. It's not like like libertarianism is a odd child that mm-hmm. we got in the movement, right? Usually, Trumpism is not. Yeah, it's just well, not to mention that before before President Trump came along, don't forget Mitch McConnell was pretty universally hated by Republicans. As being weak and spineless. Yeah, that, that, that was the yeah the Tea Party people didn't like him very much. Which I and, didn't, and uh, I didn't, and, and then, then like he Boehner, did. He did, you know? and I didn't like McConnell, yeah. and he he came through for those years. Yeah. But now he's just scuttling all of that goodwill yeah, this on this bullshit. And this is like you said, this is from someone who seldom makes yeah strategic mistakes like this. Yep. And uh, I don't know, maybe he's saying fuck it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's not good. Yep. 
Well, we could tell you that we at Town Hall will be fighting this tooth and nail uh, and, and trying to stop this left-wing radical agenda that they're trying to shove down our throats. Uh, there's one way that you can support us, and that's by becoming a VIP member. I know not everyone can afford it, but if you can and you want to directly support us, the great team of conservatives that we have over here like Matt and Katie, our entire network of conservative sites that are dedicated to standing up against this oppression, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use promo code TRIGGERED for 25% off of your subscription. And these funds go directly into fighting this left-wing radical agenda. We need your support more than ever so we can stop being, you know, subject to the whims of censorship of big tech. And we thank all of you who have already become VIP members. It means a ton to us, and we hope more of you can soon. We'll be sure to be doing a VIP live chat for our Triggered fans in the coming weeks where we'll kind of do a live show um, that's probably going to be happening at the beginning of February, and we'll make sure to email all of you directly who have joined uh, from this show with our promo code specifically. Of course, we love hearing from all of our fans, so if you'd like to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. Shout out to our uh, buddy Sinks who emailed us. Yeah. We, we totally agree that... Uh, Kamala Harris uh, incited violence over the summer and should be impeached. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But we will keep fighting for it because, you know, there's there's no uh, there's no light at the end of the tunnel yet. But we're fighting to get there and we're going to keep on fighting. So we'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. And we hope you all have a great weekend. See you then.